Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing this week, buddy? I'm doing great, Matt. How are you? Man, I am so ready for spring. It is almost here. Well, I was out in Phoenix for the last six days, and it was in the 40s at night, and then um, in the 80s during the day. It was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Did you get to play some golf? I, I, I We went and hit golf balls, and um, I hit about – I bet you I hit 300 golf balls. My hands were hurting. My That's a lot of golf balls to hit. Now you got to get in golf shape. That's what I always say. Got to get those golf muscles back in shape. Well, I was working with a, a friend of mine who's a – well, anyway, I get off on a tangent. So let's uh, – We're going. All right. Going. Hey, so, uh, so this feeds right into what you were doing, and I want to talk about that was um, – heard this from several different sources one of this was an email just reminded me of this this morning and and i think i've always said this too at least my wife thinks this so the world really does revolve around me <laughs> okay uh, and your world really does revolve around you and and what i mean by that is you know i think about my family my business my golf game my weight my health right my world really does revolve around me uh, it's my little movie and I'm the starring role and everybody else is secondary characters, right? But the same can be said for you and for our clients or your clients. So your client's world revolves around them. All they're thinking about is their family and their businesses and their problems and, and they're looking for those type solutions to those problems because the world revolves around them. So you got to learn to speak to them and what their problems are and what their pain points are because that's all they care about. What's in it for them. So that leads right into what we were talking about, what you were doing this weekend. Tell us what you were doing out there. So um, I have, uh, I have been working with a, a business coach. Um, one of the most sought after uh, copywriters in the industry, Ray Edwards. Um, and Ray, um, has a group of copywriters that are certified uh, by him. I'm a certified uh, copywriter of uh, Ray Edwards. And, but so what, what is copywriting is, is te technically it's selling in print. And it's probably the one thing that every business needs because most people, they sell, they put a brochure together and it's all about features and it's all about specifications. And, precisely what you were just saying was nobody cares about that. They care about themselves. So what you have to do with good copywriting and good writing, you don't have to be a copywriter to write effectively uh, for your clients and prospects. What you have to do is you have to find out and figure out what pain they have associated around your, your product. I mean, if, if you, if you're speaking to women um, and uh you're trying to sell a men's hair, hair loss product, you're not going to, you've got to put your message in front of the right client. But at the same time, if you're speaking to men who have hair loss problems um, and you really describe those problems in detail and you, you hit all the emotional triggers inside of them um, where they realize that they, they, they have this problem and they want it to go away and you make them realize the cost of not addressing that problem. Um, and the cost may be, they don't like the way they look. The cost might be, they don't, if they're single, they're going to stay single or, or, or never be able to get that perfect, you know, you got to really paint that picture that there's a cost and not doing something about this. And then you got to make sure, make sure they, they understand that there is a solution to that problem. And 
And then you want to describe the transformation that your solution will bring to them. You can say, hey, I was bald and, you know, and I did, did this and I did that. I've never, I don't know why I bring up balding. We both have pretty good hits. <laughs> but that being said, you know, you can um, you paint the picture of what it did for you. And then you want to paint the picture of what it did for some others. Because ultimately when your, your brochures, your materials, your lead magnets should be 100% appealing to, to your reader, the person who's looking at it. And, and that's, um, that's what good copywriting does. It does it in such a way that you hit all the psychological triggers of your perfect client. And that's what you want. And when I say perfect client, um, there's a lot of beliefs that you have, you know, those I'm talking internal personal beliefs that you have, that I have. You want to make sure that you're, perfect client knows some of those personal beliefs because it will repel the ones who are not your perfect client and it'll attract the ones who are. And everybody wants to do business with people they like. So if somebody likes you, they'll listen to you. If they'll listen to you, they'll believe you. If they'll believe you, they'll trust you. And if they'll trust you, they, they might buy from you if, if you have something that scratches their itch. That's pretty good. So I was just, what just came to mind was actually one of the TV infomercials that, that come on all the time on the golf channel right now. And it's literally, if you don't drive the ball 270 yards, then, then, and you, and you drive the ball crooked, then you need this driver or whatever. I think they're selling a driver and they're talking, so there's your pain point, right? You don't drive it 270. You don't drive it straight. Um, hey, if you keep doing that, you're going to keep losing money to your buddies. You're going to be terrible. Golf's not going to be any fun. And uh, their solution, if you try our product, I think it's like I said, a driver, and they show these little digital lines of like how his first tee shots were going way over here, and now his tee shots are magically going you know, right down the middle. And so you could see the transformer, and, and then they interview the guy, gosh, this is like the best driver I've, I've never hit the ball so far and straight in my life. Yeah, it was so easy. You just can't, you can't believe how easy it is. Right, right. That's perfectly following your formula, though. That's right there on a TV well, infomercial. If if it's an infomercial, I can assure you, um, it is written by some of the best copywriters in the industry, and um, copywriters don't come cheap. Um, if if you have a uh, if you have a copywriter that's doing an infomercial, I'm going to use uh, P90X as an example, okay. which is a protected trademark. But I can assure you, I can assure you that. Um, that is a, um, a multi-hundred million dollar company. Um, their copywriter, whoever it was, um, I guarantee you was paid in the six high six figures for that sales letter. And right. All right. So let's banter around some, like, do you remember this, that sales letter? Because I'm a P90X fan. I used to do that. Now, now I'm saying I need to do it. <laughs> okay, so uh, you would start, you know, you look at that. What, what are the pain points of, of being... Uh, yeah, you're out of shape. You're fat. You don't look good. You may not get the the, the girl of your dreams. It's bad. Uh, you may die. Really, all those things. Yeah. And it could cause you to die. Now, right. but then they're going to really go into well. Why don't people just exercise? Because it's hard. It takes up too much time. It's hard. It takes time. Got to drive to the gym. All that kind of stuff. All of that. So then they're going to say, but there's a solution, and the solution is you know, P90X, they might even not introduce you to it right in that part. Um, but they're going to let you know that you can work out in 20 minutes and you can do it in, in the convenience of your home and, and, you know, and all while you can still eat, you know, 
uh, once, you know, eat a whole bunch you because they, they talk about a cheat day and things right. like that. So they can say all while eating pizza and all, you know, and all this stuff. But later on the, in the sales letter, they'll explain you can have that cheat day. Um, and, but that's a lot of a lot of uh, the the diets now, the paleo and all these different ones. They all give you that cheat day because they want to sell it on the thought process that, hey, you can you can still eat pizza and donuts and cookies on this diet. And people are like, I can eat pizza and donuts and cookies and still lose weight. Well, I'm, I'm all ears. They, people, everybody wants to hear that. And that's, again, you're appealing to your, well, if you're selling a... Well, we go back to that's exactly the transformation, right? And then they show the fat picture next to the skinny guy, picture. thin guy. Yes. Then they show the... Tra that's literally what they're doing. The transformation is the fat guy, the skinny guy, the fat guy, woman, the skinny woman. And then that's they awesome. say, if you hired a personal trainer, this could cost you thousands of dollars a month to get into this type of shape. But today, you can get all of this for $297. And, and, and then they're going to throw bonuses in there. They're right, right, right. And there's more, you know, that, I mean, ultimately those are salesy and, but you can do the same thing, but it doesn't have to come across as salesy. If you've, if you've done it correctly, by the time you're at the point of, of offering whatever your product or service is um, to your client. And sometimes the offer is simply, Hey, I'm going to give you this lead magnet. And in exchange for your name and email address. And then so you're going to talk to that client over a period of time, probably doing similar things as you talk to them, but not all at one time. You might talk to them about pain. And the next time you might talk to them about transformation. The next time you might talk to them about, um, about uh, a client who had pain and it went away, you know, and right. so you, you can spread that out over time with, with emails. And now you're talking to your perfect client. And if, if they can see your personality in there and they don't like you, they'll click off your email and you don't want them on your list anyway. So, well, that's perfect. So let's go through a couple of examples. So I'm just thinking of an example, like a dentist, right? So you could have a cosmetic dentist who's going to make your teeth look pretty. So you could say, oh, your problem is you got ugly teeth. You got a terrible smile. You don't smile enough. Again, maybe you don't get a date, uh, that type of stuff. Then you could say, um, but there is a solution. You know, we do, uh, why do people not go to the dentist? There's, it's pain-free. I mean, uh, it hurts. It's going to take too long, yada, yada, yada. The braces are going to hurt me and all that kind of stuff. So you could do the Invisalign and they could say, but there is a solution, which is, which will make you look better. And then we do it pain-free and we do it easier, cheaper, faster. And then you say the transformation, here's an ugly smile and a, and a pretty smile, right? Ugly smile, pretty smile. And then. Yeah, like they do said, the before and afters and consider this when um, full mouth dental implants, when they originally started, I mean, there was a hundred grand now. So, right. If a dentist is going to make $100,000 uh, by working in your mouth for a, a little while, um, you can bet that that dentist um, is going to have a very good sales letter to attract. So oh, yeah. if you're a dentist and you don't have a good sales letter, um, you should work with somebody who knows how to do that. And, you know, I mean, because there's so much pain point. In dentistry, there's so much pain point in in, in divorce. If you're a divorce, oh, yeah. 
I'm sitting here at the home remodeling, right? So you got here's home remodeling. So let's say you want to redo your kitchen. We got somebody that uh, uh, that painted kitchen cabinets at my old house, right? So you could say you got to, you know, you want to refresh your kitchen. Your kitchen's ugly. Uh, you know, you're you're embarrassed to have people over. You don't have dinner parties because you know now you're a social hermit because you don't want to have people in your house. Uh, we could do. We could do, uh, but there is a solution. Instead of a whole, you know, fifty thousand, seventy-five thousand dollars kitchen redo, we could just give your cabinets a facelift, right? And uh, then it's cheaper, less expensive, yada yada. And then they show the before and after of just here's what an ugly kitchen looked like, and here's what a new, freshly painted one that's, you know, whatever, cool colors. Boom, boom, boom. So and I might even, if I was dealing with somebody who did kitchen cabinets, on the front end of that, I would probably focus a little bit on why you haven't hired somebody to do this because contractors are, are bad. They never show up. And then your kitchen is being remodeled over a three month period of time and it's a mess and it's blah, blah, blah. And That's then, some of the pain points is what you're yeah, saying. So yeah. I would use pain in that case because oh, yes. we're, we're, we're afraid to hire the wrong contractor, which is why haven't we taken action so far in that right. case? Because, you know, some people have the money to remodel their kitchen, but they don't do it because of fear that it's going to like be this long drawn out prospect, uh, you know, process. So I think more than anything, when I work with clients, what I try to get them to drill down and do is to really figure out all the pain points associated with why their clients um, would not buy your product. You really want to get in there and into their reasons for them. All not the pain. Not You're saying there's all the pain. It's not just the initial, Hey, my kitchen is ugly. It is. This is going to take forever. This is going to cost a lot. What if my contractor sucks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's, there's you know, a lot more pain behind. Oh, that's a good so point. When I start with pain, um, I move from, okay. Uh, Ray Edwards teaches what he calls the pastor sequence. So a okay. uh, P A S T O R. It's not religious. It's uh, uh, you start with the pain, the problem, if you will. Okay. Um, and then the next step is you're going to amplify that problem. You're going to make, you're going to, in your writing, you're going to really make it hurt, I guess is the way to do it. I mean, if you have pain, it's like twisting the knife. I mean, that's, you want to really amplify that problem. Um, and then the S is you want to, you want to uh, let them know there's a solution. And, and then normally that's where you want to tell a story. We all love stories and um, stories sell very, very well. And um, so you tell a story of the solution and then you move into the T, which is the T you want to tell the transformation or testimony, both. It could be. So the testimony is what, what it did for you or others. Because um, some people might, you know, if you're starting a new business, you might not have any customers. Right, right. Um, so you might, your, your testimony might only be your own, but you got to have some testimony in there about the transformation, about how it's going to change their lives. And then the O is you got to have an offer. You got to offer them something. It, it doesn't mean it costs money. Hey, um, you can get a, you know, if you're a, a kitchen remodeler, um, you can sign up uh, for a free estimate. An idea guide, an idea guide. That's the basic thing, an idea guide, because we don't so, do the free estimate stuff because everybody's doing that. But, yeah, you know, so you, but you would have something, uh, you're an individual lead magnet at that point, and then, they, and then, then you want a response. So that's the pastor sequence. The last thing is the response. You're, you're, you can't just end a, a sales letter without asking for a response. You get, a, you get something in the mail, 
um, there's always a coupon. There's always, you know, there's always something in there because they're asking right. for a response. And direct mail was the only way of, of getting sales letters in front of clients prior to television, prior to radio. I mean, radio's been around for a long time, but right, letters have been around a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go through another couple of examples. Give me something like electrician. Give me, give me, you, you work with a lot of contractor electricians. Well, electrician, um, it depends on what sector of the marketplace they're in, but what, right, pick uh, one. Yeah. what I typically recommend electricians do because it's a very easy thing is um, use a sales letter that addresses a, a problem that you know everyone has, but they don't okay. know they have that problem. And okay. that, that is surrounded with uh, facility grounding. Uh, if your electricity, if your your building is not properly grounded, all of your equipment will fail prematurely. Okay, so um, and that's going to cost you huge money. You don't realize how much money your electricity is actually costing you because it, if your facility is not properly grounded, it's shortening the life of every piece of equipment you have plugged in. So and and the reason why ninety nine percent of all buildings in America are not properly grounded because the inspectors don't carry ground testers. And if the inspector doesn't test the grounding, what are the odds the person putting the grounding in ever tests the grounding? That <laughs> so, is awesome. Yeah. So we, we use a very simple uh, lead magnet that talks around facility grounding and um, $199 grounding inspection. And it takes, uh, now it, it does require a, uh, that the uh, contractor have a $1,000 meter, but this is nothing. Okay, you go do a grounding inspection for 199 bucks. Number one, it takes your, your electrician um, about five minutes to test the ground. And they literally can bring the client out and, and show them on the meter. This is the, the National Electric Code said it's 25 ohms to ground. You're at 200. You're way out of whack. See, this is awesome, yeah. And then, and then literally, it's a $1,200 typical grounding to upgrade the grounding. So what are they doing? Number one, they're getting instant... So their lead magnet is bringing instant cash flow into their business, um, the 199 bucks. They're sending yeah. a guy out, they're paying 30 bucks an hour. He goes, or a girl, um, more and more women are now moving in electrical, but uh, he sends a person out and they're paying him $30 and they've now recovered $199. So as long as in that $199, you cover your cost of marketing, you cover your uh, cost of paying that person. And if it's a break even, on your lead generation, you're gonna make a killing because you're gonna get $1,200 every, every time that, that that ground is not up to par, which is gonna be about, about seven out of 10. Okay. So um, now you're generating work. Now your other employees have more work. Um, you're generating very high margin jobs because at 1,200 bucks, they're not gonna quote you. You're the guy standing there with the ground meter. They're not gonna say, oh, well, I'm gonna get three more quotes. So right, how do you right. get high margin work? Well, you don't want to be in a bidding situation. This will keep you out of the bidding situation. And But we always do a throw-in with the grounding inspection. We always say, hey, um, we're, you, if you have your grounding test, we're also going to do a full-scale energy audit on your facility. And the energy audit, of course, will generate a very high proposal uh, to sell them LED lighting and other motor controls and different things that contractors can do. And now they uh, maybe even one out of 10 or uh, might give them a hundred thousand dollar LED job that they wouldn't have had otherwise. And so now when you, what I, 
I mean, I know I'm on a tangent here, but no, this is awesome. This is what this is what we do. So not only do when when we have a contractor sell the LED job, we have them offer the client a five year labor warranty on the lighting. So they automatically get the product warranty. But would you like to you know in advance to have a five year labor warranty? And they're like, well. What, you know, and, and they pay for that in advance. So now you've collected that money, but guess what you've done to that customer for the next five years? Yeah, now your customers are five years guaranteed. And as long as your guys are well-dressed, your people are well-dressed, they're courteous, what will naturally happen, because they see them on a ch occasion, LEDs don't go out a lot, but they might say, hey, hey, Steve, can you, can you guys give us a quote on putting another 200-amp service over here, I'm, I'm, I'm putting in a new production line and can you guys, and before long, you're, you're doing other work for that client. Now they're going to be a long-term customer. So when you're in the service business, you don't just want to, you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. You, you want, you want long-term customers and this keeps you out of the bidding world and with a constant flow of cash. So that's, you know, that's how you fix your cash flow problem in a short period of time. But you got to, I mean, you got to, we're talking grounding, man. That's the most boring thing, but, right. yet, but a good sales letter will make the client click and say, I need a grounding inspection. They know they need it once you once the sales letter is there. It's hard to say no, and what business owner is going to say no to $200? If if they can't afford the $200 inspection, they, they're, they're not your client. client anyway. Yes. So, Dude, that is awesome. So that's like a whole system of taking this this. Uh, what'd you call it? The pasture sequence, right? And, yep. and generating income, right? Um, yeah, that's just sheer genius right there. It takes them right through. That goes back to, as you were, we talked about this in previous podcasts where you want to make sure that 199 covers your costs or you're breaking even on the client acquisition side, right? Yes. Paying to roll the truck, paying for any type of time needed. And then you make a little bit of profit because you'll probably upgrade them to the ground, right? Uh, yep. Treatment. And then on top of that, you'll be able to do the energy audit, which is a bonus, which is really a, a foot in the door to get a high ticket item. Well, the good thing is, yeah, and and so you might get one out of ten on the on the energy audit, but yet you've you're going to get seven out of ten on the grounding. So, what I like to say is, if you can make five to ten times your advertising cost when you acquire the client, you have a business that is scalable, and you can grow as large as you want. Well, how do I get to ten times? You've paid that client. Let's just say that client costs you $100 to acquire. In other words, you, you're actually advertising. You're, getting your, you're using direct mail, and you're mailing that grounding inspection sales letter to your clients. And let's say, or you're using Google AdWords. I don't care what you're using. Let's say you're spending $100 to acquire the, cl the client, and let's just say that uh, you amortize the grounding inspection meter and your cost of, of the, um, uh, the pay the electrician to go out there and do the work. If that part's a break even, so you've you've spent a hundred dollars to acquire the customer, but it costs you two hundred because you got labor and, and but now you broke even when you acquired the customer, but the customer's gonna pay you twelve hundred bucks. Well I mean now your profit. You're that's six times. You're making six times when you acquire that customer on a seven 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 out of ten. So it probably comes out to about you're making five times what you spent to acquire the customer. When you can do that, your business will grow as big as you could ever want. Okay, so does this, uh, does this, uh, you mentioned before in the past about having, you know, uh, it's hard to find the good technicians for the electricians. Can a lower quality technician do that grounding inspection? 
Yes, because when I and I, I know you, we we kind of worry about saying lower quality. Uh, uh, we'll say we'll say less qualified. Okay, yeah, it can actually send um, what somewhere somewhere between most contractors won't put anybody in behind a wheel of one of their vans unless they're a journeyman. Okay. So um, yes, a journeyman can do grounding inspection and and the grounding while that day if needed. Right. Um, right. Sometimes grounding can be complex. If you're grounding in Florida, it's very complex because we're in sand. If you're grounding in Arizona, it's very complex. It's also um, very important to have a properly grounded facility if you're in a lightning prone environment. And guess which two I just said? Well, Arizona doesn't have <laughs> lightning as Florida, but Florida, Florida Georgia, has we got it all lightning. the time. Yeah, so if you don't have a well grounded system, you will have lightning damage to your, you know, to your electric. Uh, components so it's and that can all be laid out in the sales letter so yeah, yeah. typically the best value I can bring uh, to a client like an electrical contractor is to explain look this is a this is a plug-and-play system you know that you can plug into and have immediate revenue in your business you're gonna have to you're gonna have to create the sales letter and it, I mean right. I can create a sales letter for them right. um, I never do a repeat sales letter so in other words i start from scratch yeah, yeah. Um, because it's only fair but and, and they'll have to do ads you have to run ads whether it be yeah. facebook ads or google adwords or a postcard campaign you'll have to do something yeah and you can outsource that there are people who do nothing but run ads i don't do ads i mean i do ads but i mean i don't right. do them on behalf of my clients that's not my expertise my expertise is is helping business owners get a half a million to three million dollars of business in the next 12 months that's my expertise growth. All right. So th this has been awesome. I, I wanted to circle back because one of the things that I really am excited about was you got to figure out all the pain, <clears throat> not just the pain of, you know, not just the pain of the, the, the superficial pain that you think of, but the other pains like you were talking about with the contractors. Hey, contractors are paying to deal with. It's going to take too long. It's going to hurt. Uh, same thing with grounding. <clears throat> you might not even be aware you have this problem. It's going to take forever to fix and yada, yada, yada. I, I don't know what I'm just thinking out loud. Dentist, it's not just your smile. Does it look better? But the pain and the embarrassment of whatever, you don't smile enough. You don't give your husband or spouse a kiss. You don't, there are other pains that you got to go deeper for. It's not just the superficial. I, sinus, I got a lot out of that. Sinus related problems that fall into dentistry. A lot of people don't realize. I mean, I've seen some really good sales letters in the dental uh, industry. And, and if you're a dentist, that's, I mean, I highly recommend a good copywriter because um, if you don't have a copywriter and you're a dentist, you're, that's why you're not doing well because yeah. I'm even thinking like pest control, go back to like pest control. Right. So, so, I mean, you have, that's you have, have diseases. They have, I mean, you can go on down the list yeah. and you know, there are people that are super OCD in this world. And, and when you talk about pests that you can really get into some OCD pin, uh, you know, pain points Right. Um, that you might not be able to do in other with other types of uh, clients, but I mean, in the pest control business, that's big money because you you have monthly revenue, monthly or quarterly. It just depends. But I mean, oh, that's it's great. It's a great business. Great. That's a great business. But the same type thing. You think everybody's in that business, and you think, oh, every bug guy's. But as you were talking about, maybe there's like a lead magnet for those guys. Some sort of inspection. Same thing with HVAC guys. Some sort of inspection or conversion from you know, winter to summer that gets you in the door that makes you the preferred provider. Right? Well, and there's environmental thing concerns too, when you start talking pest control. So some 
pest controls uh, doesn't, they use things that aren't bad for the environment, but it kills bugs. I, I you know, I mean, I don't know the business, but I mean, right, right, right. No, but that's, that's every, that all natural yeah. pest control. Cause you know, yeah. a lot of people, uh, they don't want to hurt the environment. And look at Roundup. I mean, that's going to cost a few dollars. It's going to cost a few dollars. <laughs> that might sink the bear corporation. I don't know. <laughs> but, All right, man, we got to wrap up, but this has been awesome. All right. So I started this thing out saying uh, the world really does revolve around me. So, so my family, you know, disappointed as they are, they probably agree with that, but the world, your world revolves around you. Our client world revolves around them. We talked about you got into your uh, the copywriting, which says we got to address their problem. But the, really what I got from that is you're talking about we got to go deep with their problem, not just the superficial problem, but all the other side problems that might be why they haven't done it in the past. It may not just be a money thing. It might be a time or a fear or a commitment thing. And you gave a great example. I've walked right through the pasture thing for uh, your electricians, uh, which is fantastic. And, and the idea there is you got the whole process of the, of, the, of the pasture sequence into a solution of acquiring a new client and, and upselling, cross-selling, upselling. Dude, yeah. that was like, that was awesome. Yeah, and it's good. And it, well, the reason I say it's good is because literally what I think it, it, any, any electrical contractor um, who, who watches this, they can literally now have a path. They could actually go, not hiring me or you, just go and, and, and follow what I just said. If you can do that, well, you'll get more customers. Well, it's not only that, like, that's part of what we talk about. We're giving away a lot of content here for free, and, and you're welcome to do it yourself. Our clients are the guys that don't want to do it themselves. I don't, yeah, or, I don't or, want, or, or want some help doing it, right? If, I, if I need an electrical contractor, I don't want to do it myself. I can, yeah. I can do electrical work. I mean, I've been in the business 20 years. I don't do my own electrical work right. anymore. Yeah, that's the kind of people we look for. I'm going to hire somebody who can go do it faster, better, and all of that type of thing for me. So that's, yeah. that's what you do. So That's pretty good. And that was actually what somebody asked me the other day, why do people hire coaches? And it's like, because uh, I can't do it on my own. I want to do it quicker, faster. Uh, I want to follow somebody who's already done it. Those are the three reasons people hire coaches. Oh, yeah. And I think um, most, most of the time you hire a coach because you're growth-minded. And – you realize that, uh, why do I read books? Why do I watch seminars? Why do I get online courses? Because I want to grow mentally. Yeah. As long as I'm growing, you know, I, um, there's a lot of uh, science that says as long as you're growing mentally, it's very hard. Uh, they, they find that when people stop growing mentally is when they come, they get dementia and Alzheimer's and, and a lot of things. So some people, their focus on growth is because of their fear of getting Alzheimer's or dementia or other mental related illnesses. I, I know of people currently that ha have had symptoms of those other things who have gone so deep into learning so that they can prevent those uh, type of diseases from taking a hold. And it, that's pretty good. I like yeah. that growth minded. All right, uh, Dave, where can we find you? Uh, easiest place to find me, Matt, is at davidmulvaney.com. I'm all over LinkedIn, so you can find me there as well. And where can we find you? Yeah, so 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. And then I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, some good stuff over there. All right, Matt. Well, good talking to you, and we will talk soon. All right, man. See you. See ya.